Hey guys, welcome to the King's Out. We did do another one, other one before this, but yeah. it fucked up. Well, I clicked it and it said, and the recording was on. And the microphone pressed the um, space bar. Yeah, and, so we have uh, to make, yeah, so we have to be make, make sure that it's not touching anything. It's fine now. But I like knew there was something but, wrong because I didn't see the flipping timer. Yeah. But like we were saying. I asked him. I asked him how his week's been. Has it been looking up, or has it been just, just basically a straight line, or has it been going down a little bit? Um, so <coughs> and I said, said um, a mid to lower on the meter scale. Oh, pardon me. Um, I've been up since two a.m. No sleep. Um, I've been re- doing and redoing the re- the research I've been doing. For upcoming conspiracies, um, to make sure everything's correct, um, you know, I mean, I mean, I haven't been right for the past few days anyway. Um, uh, I mean, people may say that being left on your own or in your own company, so to speak, is isn't. Ideal, but, you but that's where I thrive. I, I'm, I'm an introvert. Like, I like my own space. Like that's where I'm. Didn't you say you want to travel the world? Yeah. It's going to affect you in some way, though. Don't you think if you're an introvert? Well, no, because I'm hope. Well, no, because I'm. I'm all. No, because. At that period, like I don't like, I don't know what will happen in the future. But as long as um, as long as I have a system in place to which I'm working towards, to where I'm able to like, you know, go somewhere and stay there instead of flipping, you know, having a, like heart palpitations. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, to go somewhere, you have to be in the company of other people. Well, not necessarily. Yeah. How are you going to get to another country if you're not flying a plane? Or getting on a boat? Well, who says you have to go by plane? And I just said it by, by boat. You're in the company of people. Well, then... I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, if you're an introvert, you're going to have to share your space with people if you're travelling anyway. No, I won't, because I'd pay, cause I'd pay for my own route. But I... you... But you just because you're on a boat alone with a lot of people doesn't necessarily mean you have to share the Yeah, same but place. you still, you, you can't stay in your room. I'm not saying I wouldn't, but I'm just saying that, you know, I wouldn't go to the busiest place. I would, fi- I would find other ways of enjoying my trip or my staying Say if country. you went on a cruise. Say if you went on a cruise. Yeah. Yeah. And... And it's daytime, breakfast, yeah? Yeah. Right, on a cruise ship, most majority of the times the, with the cruise ship I went on, there was a, a breakfast at the top deck and there was loads of people there. Um, you'd sit alone, right, of course. You'd sit alone and you would eat alone. Yeah. And then go back to your room. Or if you wanted to enjoy a bit of sun. 
if I wanted to enjoy a bit of the sun, I'd either go on the promenade deck. Where there's loads of people. Well, if you have your own promenade deck, then, you know, it, it depends on, on what you could afford room-wise. But how much money are you open to having if you... <laughs> <laughs> a lot, so I can avoid people at all costs, if I can. Shit, man. Um, That's going to cost quite a bit of money to have your own deck. But, you know... The public deck, it will be at the top. But, I mean... Who knows? I mean, I'm, I don't know what will happen in the future or where I'll be money-wise. But by that point, I would have had a system in place which I've built up over a period of testing myself. But yeah, I do want to travel. I want to be the first person in my family who travels outside of England. Because I've been outside of England before, but that, that was only that, that was like... Paris. 17 years ago in Paris and there's not that much to do in Paris there's a lot well, to do but, but not, for, do, not but for a you, kid but when you're going with school not, not a kid there's a lot to do for for adults I was going to say humans then yeah uh, there's a lot to do for adults <coughs> because you know when I went uh, a few years back there was so much to do I, I couldn't even I couldn't even start what to do you know there was loads to do but obviously for kids you don't want to look at the Notre Dame <laughs> you don't want to look at the uh, the museum you don't want to look at you know napoleon's i mean you don't want to look at napoleon's old palace no you don't want to look at any of that stuff because I mean, you don't have a clue what no. they're all about but me i loved it but but if you went again if i want again, if i right, went to paris again what you would i would it. go to i would go to the art art museums you go everywhere. i would go to all the monuments yeah you go everywhere, and like, it, you know, but the I, thing is, Paris is so big. It's, yeah. it's a big place. So I only went for like three I mean, days, and I was just knackered at the end of the day because I was walking. I want. I mean, I want to go Greece. You know, look, go look at the the statues, mythology. Taking that sort of experience, not just go somewhere with a few people you don't like, just like doing what you know we used to well did in Cornwall that to me is not that's not like yeah but the thing I is I want it to be like educational yeah. but still fun yeah but we was only young then yeah well it was 19, 21 yeah but that's no. what I want to do and they were and they were kind of our friends back then but, yeah they was until things went tits up but that's what I want to do you know and if I'm that's going to test you though isn't it and that will test you yeah but at the same time I don't want to be I don't want it to affect me my whole life to where I'm pretty much either well I'm not a housebound so I won't go that far I mean I choose to stay in yeah but right? you know that but, staying in but will, I know that staying in for too long is going to make me go back that will waste your life because yeah. life so I want to test myself because life but, is too uh, short but, yeah life's too short and plus you know I want to test myself like obviously not to the length where I'll have a proper hop heart palpitation where I might have another yeah, nervous breakdown like going to America by yourself no. that'd be a bit too fu- too much no. <laughs> you need somebody um, to do it I would like to go there on my own but I want to test myself right and if I'm at a point where I'm in a load of money and I can afford the best room with my own promenade deck or whatever but you, you then I'll do that you don't mean a lot of money as in you don't mean a lot of money as in rich no not rich you mean, a, you mean money as if enough to live off yeah, I mean for me, for me, right? I I've come on, I come on like, the um, I, like, 
um, I'd say that, like Rich Cannon used to say, uh, comfortable. Yeah, I mean, if I look back at myself a few years back, right, five years <coughs> ago, I was thinking I'm, I want to be a millionaire. Because obviously money's not everything. I want to be this, so. I want to be that. But now when I look at myself, when I, when I think about it again, right, this is how I am now, right? Being rich is probably going to be virtually impossible. Right? But being rich, but being wealthy doesn't mean you're being rich. Making a living doesn't have to be rich. No. Being comfortable doesn't have to be rich. No. Right? This is where I am at the moment. Right? I'm writing comics. I've also I found I mean I've got one coming out on Comicsology and I found another um I found another uh, shop site shop comic site uh, sh- uh comic platform called Comics Drive Through. Next year this th- this year com- um this year and the years before Comicsology I've been doing a, a payment scheme on a quarterly basis. And a fifty percent cut of your sales per quarterly. Next year, uh, Amazon's took over now of the uh, accountants, and next year they'll be starting a monthly payment scheme. Still a fifty percent basis, which is brilliant because, of course, that means then if I get enough comics out from. I mean, this is this is. I'm going out on a limb here. I'm, I'm actually. This is going to be. This is obviously too much to say, but if I've got enough comics out by next year, which is, which is a huge doubt, but if I do, then I'll have a monthly payments will be will be brilliant, because then, it's realistic to be paid monthly and still live off it instead of quarterly. Which is not, which is virtually impossible to live off. Uh, com- comics drive through, there's sixty percent profit, which is ten percent, obviously more than Comicsology. And if I've got my comics on both of them, that's going to be great. But being rich is going to be virtually impossible for where I am at the moment with earning my owning my own publisher. But I'm not going to be unrealistic. I'm not going to be deluded anymore. I was like that in my mid-twenties. I'm not going to be deluded now. So I'm just going to say that I want to live off it. Not be rich, not own a massive house. Nice apartment somewhere with with my own little studio. That will do me now. Because the more you get older, the more realistic you become. And the, and the, and the wider scale of the picture you will see. I mean, you will you will be thinking, thinking years ago that I want to be a millionaire. Now you're thinking, that's a bit. Come on, you know. The way, the way I look at it is, right. So enough to live off is fine by me. Yeah. Enough to where I'm not working, but earning enough to live off, to, to pay bills, and 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 uh, you know to own a nice apartment, and you know. And comfortable where I think right, I don't really need a part-time job. But if I need to go and get a part-time job to to support me, I will. But that's where I am now. To own a nice little apartment somewhere, that'd be fine. So let me put it in penthouse suite, 
<clears throat> that would be nice, but yeah, um, maybe in ten years. It's like, uh, you know, when I'm in my forties. We both know that money's not everything, and when you suffer from mental health and that, like, get all, you can have all the money in the world, right? But think of it in this sense, right? <clears throat> money helps. Money helps, but but think of what you you've got to think of what. Let's say I don't know. Like, you're out of work, and then you start work again. Right. Let's say you start, you get a job at, I'm just talking about, say, 35. Right. You then got to put, put into, into perspective. Right. I have now got a plan. My retirement fund. You're going to plan that? No, I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. Right. Because you've got to put certain things, in, certain things into perspective. But I've got a plan for my retirement, which, right, the retirement age, obviously, they've upped. 68 now? Yeah. 69. That's a 30 years. But then, you know, obviously. You know, leave something behind for your family or if you have family. Right? So, me, instead of planning for my retirement, I would, between now and that point, I would rather do what I love to do. Not necessarily, like he said, make millions, because you've got to be realistic. Right, which we both are. Just a short right, term just plan. Like, and I want to end up comfortable. Mm. To where, yes, I can still, yeah, I'll be able to afford the stuff that millionaires do, but still comfortable to where, like, <clears throat> I don't have to have a load of houses, like maybe one or two do me. Maybe what you know, but that's, but that's not as many as rich people have. <laughs> Two houses. Yeah. All right. Um, a few cars, but nothing to 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 excess. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't. What kind of cars are we talking about? Don't uh, <laughs> say Lamborghini. No. We're gonna tell you what that's not comfortable. Um, a Rolls Royce, that sort of car. Which only costs like seventy grand. But <laughs> you know, you don't need to live to excess because we've seen. You know, I mean, if I can earn, if I can earn like <clears throat> sixty grand a year, sixty to hundred grand a year from comic sales, that'll do me. If we ta- if you take the top estimate of that, that's basically you. A six-figure plus salary. Well, yeah, yeah. Really, sixty yeah. to a sixty. Sixty to hundred is that yeah. a six-figure? And on a monthly, on a monthly, that's like twelve grand a month, right? Eleven to twelve grand a month, or over ten grand a month. Yeah, take away tax. Yeah, yeah. We don't get. I don't get tax on. Well, yeah, of course, yeah, take away tax, of course. Can't avoid the tax, man. No. But 
um, you know, that'll do me nicely. 10, 12 grand a month, you know. Um, I can save up for for a few years. Um, still live at home. Help. Um, help my family out. Buy the house. <coughs> put a nice extension up. Get it all done up. Um, and if we if, if we want to think of leaving, you know, we brought the house. We can rent it. We can rent the house. I can move away. My family can move out. My mum, my sister. I can help my sister out on doing what she wants to do. Like I don't know, maybe go to university or something like that. Um, um. Buy my mum some some I don't know. Help my mum out with somewhere else, and then but the house. This house will be, you know, will be great. It will be, it will be brought for. It will be paid for. It will be nicely, nicely, um, and you know, nicely on the outside and inside. Um, you know, fun fact. Renting it out. Fun fact about university. Right. You know how us in us in England, and obviously for those of you, for those of you in America, you have to pay. It's still not free here, though, is right. it? It's free in Scotland. You know why? Right, because their government's not fucked up. Or they put it in place free. Also, I've got a disperser me thing, well, unless you already know, but when you see millionaires with new items, right, don't think for one minute, right, that they actually own it. Right, because a lot of millionaires and a lot of celebrities, right, rent items for a day to make it seem. It's like houses. Right, like yeah. there's this one, like there's, there was this one guy who went on a plane and he tried to make out that he was flying first class, but the guy who actually owned the, the airplane was the same behind him, right, because he actually rented it. That's the thing that you need to understand. A lot of these celebs, celebs rent a car for a day, yeah. right? So they so they don't really own it. It's like houses; they don't own the house. No, you can rent a house for for a week. Yeah. Obviously, they don't rent houses; they rent right. mansions. But don't think that they automatically own it. Own it outright. I'll be doing that. I'll be renting apartments. <coughs> you know, that's what I'll be doing. Nice little, nice apartments. Not too anything, not too extravagant. No, because I won't be able to afford it. But nice enough where I can think, wow, I've done well for myself here. You know, and if one of my comics get turned into a film, show me the money. You know, but you just never know. You never know. But where I am at this moment in time, you know, I do, and I realise that, you know. Life, life doesn't last long, and uh, it takes years to, especially from where I'm starting from. Um, with starting my own publisher and stuff, it's going to take me years to become a millionaire. <laughs> it's going to take me many. I might not even be one. 
might never even be one. But if I am, great. If I'm not, never mind. If your soul, if you're solely doing one thing, then yeah. But if you diversify yourself, diversify your talent into other avenues, then becoming a millionaire, not that that's your goal, obviously. Your goal is to obviously get your work out there and be well known in an industry. Yeah, and earn enough to live off. Yeah, but if you diversify into three or four avenues, you know, you know, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say sky's the limit, but you never know. Sky is the limit, really. Right. Sky's the limit for anyone. But, you know, it depends on what you want. If you just went, wanted, like, uh, a fairly a fairly sized income, month to month, you know, then... You know, let's say you want to sell, I don't know, 30 issues of every comic you've done a month. And that rigs you in, I don't know, let's say, 1500 a month. Right? 30, ish, 30 issues. Of what, of each, of whatever, how many issues you've got. Or you build up. Right? 1500 to 2000 a month or whatever. Maybe a bit less. Maybe a bit less with deducting tax. Yeah, because that t- an issue will cost <coughs> two quid and the, uh, the profits will be taken on by the companies that will be selling them. Because they've got to earn a little bit as well. But if you have everything, and then, and if then you, you have. Got, and then you've got the tax as well. Yeah, but so if you have everything in house, you need to have everything. And by that time, I don't know. What do you mean in house? In house, you handled everything. Yeah, but you still got to sell somewhere. Yeah, but if you still had the majority of it still in house, you wouldn't like you wouldn't be paying that much tax. Yeah, but you're still paying tax anyway. Yeah, but you won't because be you're earning. Because you're, but you're earning. Yeah, but all I'm saying. So but tax, you I'll be still paying the same amount of tax, even if it is in house. Well, not necessarily. Yeah, because I'll be earning money. If you earn money from yeah, a per, from yeah, I'm a, not, yeah, I'm if not you earn that. money from a product, and it, you're going to be taxed. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if you have everything everything in house, right, you won't be paying as much tax as you if will you will be. Not necessarily. Yes, you will because you're still earning money. But you're not understanding what I mean. I am understanding every word you're saying. I'm not. I'm not flicking a switch in my mind when I'm turning off. I understand everything you're saying. Does it matter if you're in-house? Does it matter if you're out? You know, does it matter if you're in-house? Does it matter if you're not? You, if you're still earning money, the taxman will still know you're earning that money from that product you're selling, and he'll still come for you with the same amount of money. So it doesn't matter. Because the taxman's a bastard. The only way tax will go up is volume. The more volume you sell, the more tax. If you're earning a subsequent amount, right, of money, right, I don't have to pay tax at this moment because I haven't earned enough. The only when you earn enough tax is when you go above the 11,500 mark. 
that's when the taxman will take notice and go right okay right, when you start earning a significant amount of money that's when they'll come knocking at your door and go right okay now you're earning this much right I mean they won't even if you're not earning a lot of money you've still got you've still got to uh, you know tell them how much you're earning but they won't take any off you but when you take a foot over that line of the that line of of earnings that's when they'll go okay right we can't let this go on any further you have to pay that's the thing until you reach that mark you do not have to pay tax but you still have to unveil it to them of how much you're earning you've still got to fill out the tax form you've still got to send it off every year but you don't have to pay tax talking about a tax form I'd want to do it online yeah I'm going to sign up online myself. but luckily I don't have to pay tax because obviously you've got your own I have, a, I have a non-profit so I don't have to pay so I don't have to do all that you've got your own comic book thing oh, and that's set up yet it's set up but I haven't gotten even ready for it yet. So when I've got a product to sell, yeah, but then obviously... What do you mean it's set up? you set up for what? What have you set up with? HM Revenue? All of that, all of that, but... See, if you set up with HM Revenue, mate, you've got to unveil tax. Because that means to them your business. Now, if you're a business, you've got to tell them how much you're earning. Well, when I went to the meeting, I said the guy, because I'm, I'm well, not to divulge any private information, but obviously, we, but when I spoke to the manager of a, of a bank I went to that I'm with, he said to me, Have I got anything ready to tell you? And I said, I said No. And he said, Well, that's fine, but when you're ready to, when you've got a product to sell, make sure you contact the revenue. That don't mean anything. You've still got to tell them every April. If you're set up with HM Revenue, right, they've got to know. No, I haven't set up with HM Revenue yet. Then why not? That's what I'm trying to say. You didn't, I've been going on it for the past few minutes, so you never, and then you, you could have said. Well, I tried to say, because I didn't want to divulge any private information. What's that? Is that divulging private information when you're just talking about a bank manager? You never said his name. But so you haven't set up with HM Revenue. You're not an actual. You're not an actual publisher. You're not an actual publisher yet. You haven't set up. You haven't set it up yet. You haven't properly set it up. I've got my bank account. I've yeah. got my account. Right. Then you've. Right. Yeah. I haven't got any products out yet. So you've got a bank account. You've got a business bank account. I told you this months ago. If you've got a business bank account... Yes, I know. I'm well aware. You can't let that go, thingy. I'm well aware. I've got more than one business, you know. Yeah. So I do more know... More than one business? Well, I told you this months ago. I've got a book publisher. Yeah. I've got my own profit, which I don't have to pay anything for. I don't remember all these things. 
I've got my own shit to, to think of. But it was only like it was when I was still. I told you this when I still when I was still working. That was last year. But I told you all this. Yeah, but I'm not always gonna. I'm not gonna remember this stuff, am I? This is for you to remember, not me. But I, well, I, I know everything. I know everything. Everything's just well in order. I know what I'm doing. Oh, okay. Fair enough. If you can get away with it. As soon as I've got a product, right, I'll let them know. Oh, you need to. But, yeah, but... but you start earning money, man. But, yeah, I'm not going to be a complete dick. <laughs> they'll be like, they'll be flipping emailing you, going, um, hmm. But with my, but with my non-profit, in fact, Yeah, dollars, that don't need to be, that don't need to be t- spoke about, need, because you're not earning money. No, because I'm doing it for free. You're not earning money from that. But if you... If I want, if I wanted to, right, not that, I'll, not that, I'll, well, depends. But um, just so you know, we're going off a tangent, like I said. Uh, so bear with us. Um, if you wanted to, I could, I could turn the podcast into a business. But I'm, but we're doing this more. I wouldn't say it's fun, but we're enjoying what we're doing. Yeah. As a break. Yeah. No, I've already done. I could turn it into a business, right? And still make it free, but I don't want to keep it fun. That is something we do in our in our spare time. No, so <coughs> but everything's will be in order. No, I'm not worried. I'm not saying you are. You know why should you be? I've got good intentions, like you know, but. Like we were saying, um, you know, comfortable is the aim, you know, the only thing I'll probably have is obviously a house or two, somewhere hot, um, probably Spain, Italy or that area. Spain. Being it for one fox in the outskirts of Spain. If you wanna, if you wanna see British people every day, no, go well, to bloody Spain. No, that's why I said in the outskirts. Somewhere where you can, where you, you know, you don't get a lot of people. Mm. <coughs> you know, about five dogs. I don't know. Not in England, anyway. But well, that's just a random tangent. Um, as far as my mental health, health for the week, weekly recap, um, I've just been thinking, doing a lot of thinking. Nothing too important. Nothing too <laughs> too exciting. Just thinking. You know, what I mean, not that, not that I ever cared about the flipping. Arse old, but <coughs> right, it just came across my mind, right? You know, thinking, you know, doing the what if type scenario that people seem to do if they have a shit parent, right? Saying, oh, what if he was still was still self self employed, and I was on, you know, raking in a lot of money. You know, who? Your dad. Yeah. 
Mm. You were safe, safe in... They're not going to know who you mean. Well I, well, I think they might have a bit of a clue when I say shit head Yeah, but you could mean anyone. <coughs> well, for those of you wanting to know, I'm on about my dad. Yeah. Who's a shit old. But anyway. You know, it's not like they're going to click on just like that. So they don't actually no, really know you. was a self-employed guy with his brother. Had their own um, um, car business. Those were the days where he used to be a bit of a meathead. Um, used to have a look, have about that thick of a wad of money in his pocket at all times. Um, showing himself a bit as a bit of a jack the lad type before he met mom, before he met my mom, my mom. Um, you know um, but at that point he was 28 everything was going great and then shit hit the fact and went on a down, downward spell I mean it didn't help that his family on his side are all alcoholic, so not much of a surprise. Yeah, that won't help, will it? No. Um, no, and then obviously going through <coughs> the domestic virus route, being abused as a kid. What, your dad? Yeah, my dad, my dad had a similar childhood that he put me through. Who knew? <laughs> yeah, drinking. Fuck. Well, alcohol. Um, just repeating the cycle. It was probably the same from the very first like, generation up. I don't know, because I haven't checked. It's not like you bothered, is it? No. I, do, I would want to check for, you did, my, you, for my kids' sake. You did go... You did... <laughs> Look it up. You did check your past family there at one point, didn't you? Yeah, my mum's side. Because obviously that's the, um, the Irish side. So, um, you know... For those of you interested, I'm half Irish. I don't think then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, What's your dad? Irish. Mum's Irish. Because my granddad, because my granddad was Irish when he was in the military. You grind on your dad's side or your mum's side? My mum's side. But your dad's side? Probably Irish. Probably Irish. <laughs> the, reason Probably. Why, the reason why I say that is Maybe. because my dad was a bit of a bullshitter. That mean, that mean Irish a bullshitter? Meaning, no, meaning, meaning he would say one thing where he was born and then he would change. So I don't really know. Because he... Because obviously he's, he said a lot of stuff that he could have just said. 
just to shut you up. But I know that on my mum's side, that's Irish. Because my granddad was in the military, mm. World War One. But <clears throat> I'm sure I'll have a church at one point. I might. Um, well, it's, it's, it's I nice. might it's nice. order order his um, death certificate to find out his parents' name. My granddad and aunt and grandma. Because I never I never saw him when I was growing up. But, you know, what will be will be. But yeah, just been thinking of useless information. Procrastinating. Eh? Procrastinating. Yeah. You know. Thinking of nothing but shit basically. Yeah. You know, we all um, do it. We all just stare into nothingness and thinking that this man who was 28 had everything. You know, um, and then all of a sudden, for some unknown reason, he stopped. He stopped working. Turned to ducking and diving. For those of you that. Like another term for Robin, and you know that was that. You know, died alone when he was fifty, near about fifty-eight. Died alone due to alcoholism. Alcoholism. He was always like, he was always like, his favourite tipple was whiskey. But he'd have it in coffee. Irish do that. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean you're Irish, because you're under no, Irish, Irish love that. It's it's like, my great uncle does it. To me, that's a waste of whiskey, I'd rather just flip it and drink it. My great, my great uncle did that, uh, well, does that. Um, he lives in uh, Armagh, uh, that's goes at Belfast. Belfast, and um, I kid you not, when I went to visit him for a week when I was 18, so that'd be 13 years ago now, me and my mum went over to him, with my sister, and every morning when I woke up, it was like, the Titanic's chimneys going off steam it was that full of smoke every morning every morning because obviously you know it's smoking all the time and stuff and um, coffee and whiskey fried coffee with whiskey and uh God, a lot of stories, that's for sure. A lot of stories, but it's not the way I'd live, obviously. You know, smoking whiskey in my coffee. I've tried that before, but whiskey in my coffee. Not really my thing. I'd but rather fucking drink the bottle. Do you love me whiskey, though? I love my whiskey. Neat. It has to be neat. I can't stand... I can't really stand whiskey with, with anything else. It has to be neat. That's, that's all I'm saying. 
Now I had whiskey and coke when I used to go out on the on the town. But obviously you're kind of drunk then, so you don't really, you can't really tell or not with the taste, because your taste buds are kind of fucked. But when I'm sober, you know, it's neat. It gotta be neat because I just, it's just a chill out drink for me. I don't really drink it to get drunk. I drink it to relax. Well, if that is your intention and you do that sort of stuff, then you, then you're not thinking straight because that's not the type of drink you Fuck drink. That me, what, hey? No, you what can, I mean is... You can relax and have a fucking drink of whiskey. Yeah, but what I'm about... Yeah, but what I'm about... What I was on about was... When you said the drunk part. Like, that's not the type of drink you want to drink if you want to get pissed. Because it's not enjoyable. I didn't say it neatly. I said it with something. I drink that sort of stuff neat. I drink that sort of stuff Not straight. to get drunk, though. That's what I'm saying. I'd said that's to why, get that's drunk. I, said what I, was I have some. I had something with it. I said whiskey and coke to narrow to yeah, flatten the. But I'm just saying strength. that that alone. I was just saying that you don't yeah, drink no, that sort of no, stuff to. That's no, what I'm saying. because if you drink that stuff t- to get drunk, yeah, wow, well, okay. It's not gonna go though. Not really. No, I've done it. To be honest, I've done it before. Um, and I was fucked. I was absolutely. Dawning. I was just I was off me head. But now nah, but obviously I mean I love me I love me rum. I love I love my right white rum. I love my uh, Jamaican rum. I love I love um I love me uh, my whiskey. You know I love all sorts of um I, I do spirits. like to uh, make a point, make a note that if alcohol is a trigger for you, as in you have a problem with drink, then I would advise you, if you're listening, to uh, not listen. Well, yeah, because we because no. obviously we're not gonna we're not advocating alcohol, but we're just saying that it, when we're yeah. just saying that we, we apologise if if yeah. it's, if it has something. So if, if it I is just want to make that clear because obviously we don't wanna obviously have anyone spiraling even more mm. but we're just saying that when we do have a drink which is rare well for me it's rare anyway yeah it's rare for me we do like to ha- we do like obviously the stronger stuff like vodka and all that yeah well because I can't because I can't stand the shit that pubs sell like I can't stand bitter like strong bone or that that doesn't do it for me <coughs> like, I... that, was, that was the type of stuff that my dad used to drink but you also have a little tip of his whiskey every now and then. I've never tasted bitter. I have. It's fucking disgusting. I remember taking a drink once and I spat it back out. Oh, my dad. <laughs> I tried... <laughs> I tried bitter, right, when my dad wasn't looking in the pub. <laughs> it went off, right, and I was like... Eight, nine, ten, something like that. I can't remember, but it took me and my two brothers to this pub. And uh, my dad went off somewhere for a bit. And um, before I came back, I took a sip of his, of his, uh, I think it was Tetley's, Tetley's Bitter, I think, I think, I'm not, I'm not that well accustomed to, you know, bitter bureaus, but, um, wow, the taste just went, it's kind of, it's like my head exploded.
And I just, obviously I didn't keep it in my mouth. I just spat it out and, and uh, my dad came back and, and he knew I took a drink. Don't know how he knew, but he knew. Strange that, isn't it? And um, he said to me, do you, want, do you want a bit more? I was like, no. And he was like, I need to say that. <laughs> don't, don't nip my drink again. I went, don't worry, I won't. And he just grabbed his mug I had my, um, gosh. I had my first, um, well, before I had my first drink of, um, proper alcohol, I say, I used to drink the Sandy. All the time. Sandy? Um, yeah. But one Christmas when I was about, between 11 and 12 years old, in a controlled environment in our home, I had my first, um, like, drink, drink of red wine. That was my first ever drink. Some strong stuff but, right there. But that was in the controlled, obviously, with both parents. Um... Red wine's strong. <laughs> get drunk on like two I weren't, And I weren't phased. But then, you know, but obviously, I take after my mum. Yeah, but. In the sense that I don't, that, you know, I don't have that gene where I'm addicted. So. Yeah, but you, you, you wouldn't have drank that much. They wouldn't have allowed you to drink that much. No, and I Because I'd, red wine is flipping strong as fuck. And well, I've had red wine, you know, a few times. It's not that strong to me now, because... It's still strong, though. It's, yeah, it's strong. It can still I, get you drunk in no time. That's why I don't... I mean, if I'm going to drink red wine, I have one cup. I don't keep topping it up and topping it up, because sooner or later you're going to be thinking, oh, fuck, I'm not really enjoying this anymore. Well, that would be I don't really call it enjoying it when you're drunk. It's more like... Oh, I'm just doing it for the fun of it. To enjoy it, I'd say you have to be sober because only then you will enjoy the taste. But when you're drunk, you don't really taste it anymore because you can't really feel the taste anymore. You just keep drinking and drinking until you're off your head. Uh, I like a kick, like, you know, bourbon. Yeah, whiskey will do it. Bourbon, whiskey, that kind of stuff will do it. Will do I mean, nice. I mean... You only need two cups of that, two yeah. little glasses, you know, and you sip it. I mean, that's that's where I think that's where a lot of people go wrong. I think they think, oh yeah, I've got to neck it. Well, no, yeah, you no. don't need to neck it because if you do that, especially with something like bourbon, even vodka or something, you if you neck it, you will get a burn in the sensation. Yeah, in the chest, and it's not a good one. The only time I've necked, the only time I've necked. Uh, whiskey <coughs> was when I was late to meet my mate to go out going from work and I necked it and I necked back three three glasses and uh, got my stuff together and quickly headed out to get myself in the mood because I was a bit tired from work and uh 
because I need to get myself in the mood a bit because at the moment I'm not really in the mood so I just necked back three maybe four glasses headed off out and then I was a bit merry and I didn't have to spend that much money because I was already a little bit merry so I didn't need to spend that much so I took out 20, 30 quid didn't even spend all of it because I didn't need to so I just stayed the way I was. I had few, I had two more drinks probably, right? Probably had two more vodka and cokes, vodka and cokes, or and probably whiskey and cokes. But I didn't have a lot. And then that was it. People was, oh, you're gonna buy any more? No, no. I had, I had a bit at home, and I did it for a reason. Didn't want to spend that much money, so I made sure I wasn't gonna spend that much money by necking back a few at home. Already merry, already at that state where I didn't want to go any further. And then that was it. Because this is how I see it. I've been in moments, I've, I've been in situations where I had to stay in bed for a few days because I was that drunk. I was that gone, you know. I just couldn't move. I couldn't, I couldn't even get out of bed because I was that drunk. I just kept drinking and drinking that night. A stupid mistake, but I, you know, what what can you do? Um, I did it on quite a few occasions, but you reach a point where you think, I know where my going off point is now. I know where my point is where I'm going to leave it now. You can feel it coming, and that's the, that's the time when you go right. That's I'm going to stop, and I and I have and I did that. Ever since, yeah, and then obviously I don't go out anymore. Um, I go out, but not clubbing. I don't go out out anymore. I don't. I don't. That's not my scene anymore. Um, but when it was the last months, the last years of me going out was the time when I when I knew there was a stepping off point. When I knew there was a line. And I thought, right, okay, this is where I am now. I am not going any further. Because if I go any further, I'll end up waking up the next day. And I'll end up wasting a whole fucking day yeah. being in bed. And I hate that. I hate wasting a day. Because the reason why I hate wasting a day is because I love being productive and what I love to do. If I miss a day of not doing a damn thing, then... That's just going to make me feel worse. So yeah, when I have a drink, I mean I've got a bottle of woman, bottle of whiskey upstairs. When I have a few glasses, I'm, I'll watch a film. Yeah, you know. I have never, apart from one time, when I made a stupid mistake and I didn't have anything to eat. But I didn't know about it. I remember you was um, you was sick all over the place. Just walked into I the room never, and I just saw you like with your head I've never ever been drunk. My family have never ever seen me drunk. I've seen I've you. been I've been tipsy, but I've never been drunk. I've only been drunk once in my life, and that was it. I've seen you drunk more than that. Yeah. Well, I've seen you drunk at Daniel's house when we had that party. I've seen you drunk at the New Year's party. Up, up the street when I had to accompany you home with Owen 
and you rang your mum up to tell her that you forgot your key and she had to come all the way back from the forest? No, I did have my key. You rang her up? Yeah, I did have, yeah, I did have the key, but I lost my key. That's why I rang her up. Yeah, but, but you, so you didn't been, have your key then? But I've only been drunk twice, yeah. not three. <laughs> twice, in my lifetime, right? And that was only, and that was because I did the stupid thing of not eating. Right, and I knew I made that error. Right, so... You didn't beat yourself up, though, no. did you? Because you was enjoying yourself but, and you just lost control, which we do. But when I woke up the next day, I had a big cry up. But that felt great. To soak it up. Because yep. <laughs> you, need, you, need you need a bit of stodge. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you I, mean some, I mean, some people, some people looking at black pudding might turn them off. Oh, but, but not me. No, man, not for me. That. What I'm like him. Like I haven't, like I haven't bought any alcohol for a few years. But if I did, my favourite is vodka rum, Caribbean rum. You made that. You went through that stage where... I can remember that stage you went through years ago. I think you was in your early 20s. And um, you had that big bottle of vodka. And um, you asked me to come round. Excuse me. Because you were, you were scared that you was um, <coughs> going to do something stupid. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I said so I said something really cold to you that night. I said to you, this is going to sound really horrible. And believe me, I know I shouldn't have said it. But it was probably... Be, it was, I don't want to make this as an excuse. I don't want to make this as an excuse. But you... Autistic people like myself probably do say things that are inappropriate in the situation. And that, what I said was, if you want to kill yourself, kill yourself. Looking back at it now, I regret it, of course, because it was a friend asking for help. But when, as time went on, I did come round. So I probably realized what I said was wrong. And then I saw how I saw the big bottle of vodka, and I saw how empty it was. And I and I said to you, "You drank all that," and you went, "Yeah." And I said, "When did you buy it?" And you went, "About two days ago." And it was nearly gone. And I said, "How much have you been drinking?" And you went. I can't really remember. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was in one of those moods. I was like, flipping hell. Like, but the thing is, at least in... I would say at least, but... I'm smart. You were, I knew I yeah. knew where I was. I was at home. So, you know, I'm, and I'm not... And I don't want this to come off as if I'm slating everyone else who goes out and does this. But all I'm saying is, I'm responsible. At least I know where I am. Yeah. So I'm. So I can afford to. But it was dangerous. It was dangerous, but. Because nobody else was in the house. I, well, no, but I know my limits, and I know, and I was, you know, 
But when you said that was off, you know. But the only thing I did was I just had a swig and I just fell asleep after. Fell asleep. You drank a lot though. Well, I could. you did drink up because you you didn't buy it that long ago, and all of a sudden it's nearly gone. So you've been drinking it. You've been if drinking. I had a drunk all of, if I had a drunk all of it in one day, then that would be more of a problem. You want one day when you drank it? It was like two, three days. Yeah, so that so that's so good. it's like a third. So it's lasted day. me. Yeah, but it's still a lot for vodka. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's still a lot, but you know, you sit there, aren't you? So. But, it's not like you yeah, plus I don't have any. Plus I'm, plus you know I'm still healthy, so I check because I go well. The last time I had a checkup was about five years ago, but like the general checkup. But I don't have any health risks. Well, I hope yeah. I haven't. But yeah. I'm hoping to find out when I'm on my deathbed, so it won't matter. Well, it's not like you eat shit, is it? Well, no. But yeah. I'm more of a controlled drinker, but with the strongest stuff. I wouldn't necessarily have it around my house because that, cause that's another, cause that's another temptation for when you're in a depressed mood. And they do say that if you suffer from depression and you're in a mood, in that one of those moods, and you've got alcohol in the house. Probably not a good idea. Yeah, but you know, which I don't. Which, I mean, if I, you think of it from their point of view, that's probably a good, yeah, a good point. Yeah, because because when you're in that mood, you don't know. Like you say, you know your limits, right? Like I know my limits, but when you're in that point, do you, can you really hold yourself back? I can. I've held myself back many times when I've been in that mood. But I'd rather. But that's my willpower. And you know about my willpower is really strong and unfortunately a lot of people don't have strong willpower. I look to the future and I think, right, okay, this won't be a good idea, but unfortunately a lot of people don't have that. But you know, so I mean you know But that's on the rare occasion obviously like, you know, if you have something. Um, Last time we went to the pub was a few years back now, wasn't it? Long time ago now, about two, three years ago. Come on, come on, about two, three years ago. I, mean, I can't drink lager now. I like beer. I like light because to me. The really only time, the only time I can remember of us going out when we were still friends with Jason, and that. Was when we went to that flipping pub. In West Bridgeford. When he was with... I think he was either with one of his many girlfriends or he was just out. Yeah, fuck. No, it was with Mel. It was with yeah. Mel. Um, um, and, then you, and then you lot just fucked off. Yeah, the reason... And left me. Yeah, the, there was a reason. <coughs> that massive bill. No offence to... No, right. This women, but no offense, no offense to tall, tall women. Right, but the. <laughs> just, this, just take this on. Just take this as a joke, right? Yeah. It was New Year's. I was like twenty-two, 
21. You was 23, maybe. Yeah, you would have been 23 because it was New Year's. Yes. Yeah. And was all in this pub. And, uh, was it West Bridgeford? I can't remember. Yeah, it was West Bridgeford, yeah. And there's a lot of people there, of course. And, uh, Jason decided to go. And I wondered why, and then I looked. I then went, left you alone, and then you followed suit. There's a reason for this, because there, there was a big girl looking over at all three of us. My mate, at the time, she looked at him first, then he went, then she looked at me, then I walked away, and then she looked at you, and then you walked away. She was, she, she was tall, but she was wearing high heels as well. Flipping out, she's like six foot four. <laughs> she, without he, without without like, heels, she's easily six foot. Yeah, but she was wearing six heels. She's like six foot six. She was beefy, man. She was beastie. I so, now. Obviously, we meant we. This is meant as a joke. You know, we're not taking. We're not obviously. I don't need to think that we. You know, against big women, we're not. But this isn't meant as a joke. It's just the way that she looked at us. Well, me in particular. Like, just, no. She has that hunger in her but, eyes. She was. <laughs> I'd get squashed. Fucking Warwood. Oh, Jesus. I got out there for. I got away as fast as I could. Wow. <clears throat> I'm only small, about five foot five. So it wouldn't have been suitable for me, really. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't mind women being taller than me. <coughs> I've had a woman, I've dated a woman. She was two, three inches taller than me. Um. Unfortunately, that didn't go anywhere. But me and relationships haven't really lasted long. But she was great, you know. She didn't mind me being smaller than her. But what can you do? I mean, she's what? It's not by much. But to go with someone that's a foot taller than you, it's not really. We all have our preferences. But it wouldn't be really my. <laughs> for me, really, to be honest. Uh, going out with someone that's a foot taller than me, you know, I'd be standing on a box trying to kiss her or something, you know, and it's not. Yeah. Not really my place. I saw that Maria Sharapova who's six foot two. She likes wearing heels. So she'll be about six foot eight. She'd kill you. <laughs> you probably wouldn't mind that, would you? <laughs> no. um. But, you know, going back on topic yeah. with, with mental illness, because, you know, I don't know where we've headed. No. We just... We went, we went on we a just, We just... We just didn't... Never goes to plan. No. But 
you know, as you were saying about depression and mental health, um, you know your limits when you're drinking because you know that if you if you do keep drinking and you are in that mood, you doesn't matter who you are, you're at risk. Yeah. And uh, does it matter how all together you are? Does it matter how stable you are? If you suffer from depression, then you're gonna be a, a victim. So with me, I've got, I've got a bottle of rum upstairs, a bottle of whiskey. Um, but I'm not gonna drink that when I'm in that mood. I'm not because it's just, well, it's just not really. It's that I know you've got will. It's that I know I know you've got willpower. Right. But even you having, and I think I've said this to you before, but I think it might have been a few years ago. I can't quite remember, can't quite remember. But I even said to you, should you really? Do you think that's a good idea? You have an alcohol in your room. You know, I mean, I know you got willpower, and it, you know, but. No, well, that's what. Well, I mean, I've never in, in I know years never... I've been alive. I've never committed to that kind of thing. I mean, I well, that would uh, a, um, a counselor was would say that just even having that in the, in the vicinity could be danger. Yeah, you might be right. You might you might be wrong. Um, no, it's... It's like with anything, like, it's like with, um, I mean, you could even, I mean, it's not just alcohol you can overdose on, you can overdose on flipping penicillin. That's good. Yeah. No. I mean, the thing is with life is you're always going to get something that is going to be a risk. Yeah. Uh, it's like my it's like my bottle of, bottle of rum upstairs, you know, that's a risk to me. But... We we do these risks every day without knowing it. I mean, the moment you walk out of the house, it's a risk. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, I know. I mean, with certain spirits, you know, like whiskey and all that. Yeah, there is. So, there are some medicinal medicinal purposes to it. Like obviously, if you read, if you read the history, read the history books, obviously vodka. Was a medic- medicinal purpose. We're not even supposed to be drinking alcohol. No, we're not. No, we're not. Alcohol is a medicine. Yeah. Alcohol is is something. I mean, that you can you can you take it, but yeah. it's mainly but, but it's mainly to see. We're not coach. really meant to be drinking it. No. It's not. It was the it was never meant to be for that purpose. But that but that but that would but that would down but to some. But that was down just to decided some, to turn it into this kind of. Yeah. You know. But that was all because of. You know, someone back in the olden days saying, thinking, right... This will be good to drink. Yeah. <laughs> Let me open a saloon. Let's get smashed. Come on, yeah. boys. <laughs> come here. Like, come to, come up to me while I've got this cold one of I'm shit a, that a, might not taste good. I'm looking at this, lads. Oof, what, what's that? I call it... <clears throat> booze. 
I've tasted this before. The doctors, yeah, but this is stronger. And it can <clears throat> see, it can make you see things that aren't even there. I mean, what? I mean, there's been a tap that I mean, I remember once I was doing something and I accidentally like cut myself or something, and you know, like I grazed my top part of my leg or whatever and obviously not not deep but deep enough to where it's like a bit of a cut blood right get to the point vodka point on right within a day or two it was fine you know because what it does is it stops the bleeding and if you insert a bit of heat obviously not like they used to do yeah, it, it doesn't just stop the bre- bleeding, breathing. It, <laughs> it doesn't just stop the bleeding, right? It removes bacteria. That's what it was used for. Yeah, but it can also to, be used to cauterise yeah. it but with a bit of heat. To stop, Obviously not, you're gonna, to you're kill not gonna, back. That's why hospitals have alcohol rub <laughs> in each yeah, ward. It's disinfected. Because it kills the germs in your hands. Yeah, disinfected. So when you cut yourself, you just get... get Get a hat, get get um antel toilet paper or something like that. Pull it on, and just pull it on there. You know. Obviously, it, back then, right? They'd get a poker stick and scorch it to heal. <laughs> that paper. Why someone care about you one of them? I don't know. Do you want this? Fuck you. You know what the hell's that? It's like. What if are you I was to do? A, no, if I was ever in hospital, right? <laughs> some guy started to prod you with a no. burning flipping. Some guy was coming at you with a burning piece of um, hot iron. Pe- hot iron. <laughs> well, that's what it was. That's what you yeah. used. Why are we coming with that? No. Like, Billy. <gasps> I wouldn't be there. Injury. I wouldn't be there. <laughs> I'd have escaped. Doctor smiling, wearing a Joker. Looks like Joker. Then I'd go back and kill him. I won't go back. I'm a fucking joker in my ward. No way. If I ever went into hospital... Why so serious? ...for something, um, and I had to sleep in the hospital bed, and there's only a little wound or whatever, and he didn't have any disinfectant, I'd be like, do you uh, have vodka on you? Yeah, give it here. And I'd do it myself. Where was you when you had vodka? Did you say hospital? No, but, no. I'm just going off. On, no, I'm just going off on what you were saying. No, but this happened when I was at, on a ward. But with my cut, I was at home, and I had vodka lying around in my room. Yeah, and I thought I'd do that. Easy peasy. You know, might as well. Yeah. You know, but I could say you're not supposed to drink it. It's no. for medicinal purposes. Yeah. We're never supposed to drink that stuff. Well, I know vodka's medicinal. What? What people do to themselves every weekend, getting drunk, right? <coughs> it takes. It would take. I'm surely it would take minutes or a day or two off your lifespan. Surely, it's getting drunk. Surely, it would take a day or two off your off your lifespan. Getting drunk every weekend. Surely. I know it'll take, I know it'll fucking damage your insides. 
It's just going to no, take a bit of your life, isn't it? Always. Because um, what will happen is your blood will have to, your obviously blood will have to so overcome. Your body isn't things. supposed to consume that much, or you know what I mean? People get people go way over the top. I mean, what worries me is we are the British society that we are living in nowadays. People think that they have to go over the limit to enjoy themselves, to enjoy their night out. They think that not remembering the nights before is a good thing. But well, how I look at it is if you can't remember the day before, you've done something seriously wrong to your body. If you have erased um, your memory, your uh, some memory from the night before, you've done something really fucked up to your body to actually have to have that happen to it. I mean, come on! I don't remember the night before. If a sober person said that, I don't remember the night before. What do you think? There's something wrong. Oh, well, you're fucked. Now, what the hell is wrong with I mean, But when it comes to a person that got drunk the night before and they are now suffering the consequences the day after, so people go, oh, because you enjoyed yourself. What's the difference? You've just... You've just stuffed your body with... It's poison, really. It's just... It is poison. Alcohol. If you drink too much, it can kill you. And... People just... I've seen videos on social media. This woman was getting carried away by about six policemen. And she was singing a song aloud. People were laughing at her. You think... Well, she's enjoying herself, yeah. But fucking hell, she was gone. She was absolutely fucked. And... Yeah, because if you notice, when certain people get drunk... Their decibels get louder. Yeah, but it's just... Yeah, but everybody's does. Because you can't really... Your motor skills, your ability to think straight, and your... It's like fucking slow motion. Everything's amplified. I've been... I've been guilty of doing that. But the thing is, when you go out and you've got all this loud music around you, you've got to shout. So when you go back outside, you're still shouting because you think... You've got to shout. I've only been out twice. As in clubbing that. Yeah. And I can't and I can't stand it. Really. I won't be able to tolerate it I won't be able to tolerate it anymore. Um I mean I'm not saying that people that go out and get drunk are idiots. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the culture, the British culture, right, is getting to the point where to enjoy yourself you've got to get drunk. You've got to get pissed to enjoy yourself. And I've been in a situation before where I didn't want to get drunk. And people were like, oh, come on, mate. You know, have a good have a good time. I had a few drinks, but I was like, no, I'm all right, I'm fine. Stop, me, stop trying to make me have a drink. I've reached my limit now. I'm tipsy. I'm dancing on time. I'm, I'm out with you on the dance floor. I'm having a laugh. What else do you want me to do? Yeah, well, stop spinning on my head. But that's the thing though, isn't it? Peer pressure. You know, and I never I never gave into it. A lot of people don't and it's like, not that they don't have backbone, it's just I never gave into the pressure, I was just like the, you know, having another. No, I'm not. 
right? I'm not having another drink. I've had enough. I went home early, and they were going to stay. I was like, come on, stay a bit more. I'm like, no, I want to go home. Oh, it's only one o'clock in the morning. And? I'm going home. <laughs> I'm getting taxi, right? I'm going to Burger King. I'm getting a big fuck-off chicken burger with massive fuck-off fries. Yeah? I'm getting in that taxi and I'm going home. Well, I'm staying out till 7 o'clock in the morning, man. Well done! That's you! It's not me! So I went home. Want a burger? Burger, burger. Chocolate, strawberry, chocolate, chocolate, strawberberry, chocolate, 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 no, I want one. I just went, I'm going home, lads. See in a bit. It's like, <coughs> oh, you're so boring. <sighs> Don't give a shit, I'm going home. I'm tired. I've had my, I've reached my limit. I've got the money I want to get home. I don't need to dab into my bank to get my, any more money out to get home. I'm going home. It's like, I'll just say one thing and then we'll wrap it up. Um, I mean, the culture now is they'll get a load of, they'll buy a load of drinks right at home. They'll have that as like a pre-warm up. As they say. That's what I did. Right, but and then they go out, right, and they drink more. Yeah. Right, but it's half and half, right? The other half of it is that clubs and bars don't exactly help it by saying, I don't know, 12 shots for um, £2 or something. Fucking hell, sorry about that. Or, two, or three shots for £2 or whatever, or deals. Yeah, but, exactly yeah but the thing is, Bill, right, I'll, I'll always say this. I'll always say this. <clears throat> they are businesses. Yeah, I get right? that. But and if you're... And, and, if, and if people want to be the way they are, then they'll always be that person to give them that leg up to continue to continue on to be that person who who they are and if people aren't if 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 the if the if the culture isn't going to change right because again we there is a lot of i mean there's a reason why a lot of countries don't like England there's a reason why a lot of countries don't like um the UK it's because you know, the majority of the people that go away on holiday are the kind of people that get, get pissed out of the reds and and um, cause a lot of disturbances when they are out. You know, and um, that's it. I mean, that's the, the British culture at this present moment you know that's how we that's how enjoying yourself is it's like they think they need to get drunk to enjoy themselves they need to you don't need to get drunk when you go out you don't this is how I see it if you're out with your friends you're already having a good time if you're out with your friends, you're already smiling, you're already laughing, you're already seeing the people that you love to be around, you're already having a good time. Right? 
You don't need to get drunk. Because you're with your friends. The only reason why you're getting drunk is because it's everybody else's. The only reason why you're getting drunk because it's just, it's just there. The drink's just there. Well, no, oh, I might, because, as well, might as well get drunk, it's there. Well, no, because it's because mainly, mainly, and this is not a stereotype, but it's partly because they think it's fun, so it'll amp, so it'll amp the fun up even more if they get pissed. That's, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. With the dozen, they'll just, yeah. but, they, but, they, but, no, yeah. we're not just talking about the young people, there are some men who do the same. So we're not generalising. Yeah, no, no. But, but mostly the young, the young people, they don't realise until they get to a certain age. Our age. Our age. Well, I think, well, unless they've grown up, right, which most of them don't, they think... I think they would have I grown up a little bit when they reached the first. Why, am I, why did I do what I did when I was younger? I was a twat. Yeah, but or whatever. You've got to admit, you've got to do these things to realise that <coughs> they aren't the best thing for you. There was just, but the thing yeah, is, I understand your that. body, your body can go, f- your body can go through a lot when it's that age. Um, I mean, I, I did a, I did a lot of that. I did quite a bit of that when I was that age. But if I did it now, sorry, but I just, I will feel. <coughs> I'm I'm confident in saying this that I won't be able to cope. I'm comfortable in saying that I will not be able to cope going out now. I won't. I just it's it's just not my fault. It's not, and I won't enjoy it either. But even if I thought I did enjoy, would enjoy it, I won't be able to hack it. I look after myself. I exercise on a regular basis. I make sure I get a good night's sleep. I'm, I'm fit and healthy, but doesn't mean that I'll be able to. Doesn't mean I'll be able to cope on a night out anymore because I know I won't be able to. It's just drinking for me is on occasions where I, I watch the World Cup final or the Champions League final. Oh, I'm at a barbecue. Or watching a film one evening or something like that, you know. But weekends for me now are just me staying in and just chilling. Really, boring. I know, but <laughs> it's just what I just love it. You know what I mean? I love in my house. I love, I love chilling out and you know what I mean. Being you know what I mean. I mean, when it comes to my birthday, and, we, and obviously I'll, I'll probably want to go out for a meal. Um, don't the and we fancy a drink. We may go to that, go to that place we went to before. Remember. Um, where we had that, um, not a shot, but we had a cocktail. Total bait. Yeah, there. 
have a cocktail or two, you know, and that's about it. You know? And the good thing is now I'm not driving. Exactly. So you know, but I can drink as much as I want, but I'm not going to no. drink loads. No, I don't really fancy um, doing what you and I was mate had to do with flipping Jason. In Cornwall, you get absolutely bloody. Yeah, and what me and Owen had to do for you. But, um, and you wouldn't yeah, want to do that but, for me because it's just too much. <laughs> but that's by the by. Anyway, um, I hope you enjoyed the chat conversation my week's been good too by the way you haven't even asked me that you haven't even asked me about my week well I did but you said me, I'll go but you told me to go first yeah but you so well how's your week been <laughs> <laughs> say it say it like you pissed off um, been good my week's been good I might be long um, week's been good uh, <coughs> I always say this I'm going to repeat myself The only time when I'm Happy Well other than seeing friends of course And doing stuff like this But the only time when, when I'm ultimately Happy is when I'm productive In what I love to do uh, I've been I've been I've been writing um, My new I've been write, trying to write my first issue of the manga series. I've got, um, I've got planned um, when I've got the first issue, first chapter written out. I'm gonna flesh it all out. I'm gonna flesh out the whole series and uh, the volumes and the characters and the the the, the outline and the. I'm gonna do all of that. Um, Writing makes me happy. When I'm when I'm happy, I write, and when I'm I write, I'm happy. Easy as that, you know. But I, obviously, I get points where I'm not productive, and they are my worst days ever. That's when I'm grumpy and miserable because I haven't really done much. Um, but other than that, my week's been good. Um, been keeping. I've been keeping up with with things that I want to do, and uh, when you. When you are, what's the word? When you're in front of everything, when you're keeping up with things, that's when you are. That's when you feel fulfilled. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, I do feel fulfilled um, at this present moment. Um, that was my that was my week. Oh, and I saw my friend. Um, she's having. A, not a very good time at the moment. She's in hospital uh, in Cambridge. I went to see her on Friday, and um, unfortunately, the twat at some idiot at Nottingham train station decided to send me on the wrong train, which led me to where I wasn't supposed to be. So I had to be redirected. Um, thankfully, a person was there to to manage the situation. Um, she told me what to do and where to go. So I, instead of, and then it, that meant I had to take two trains to Cambridge. So I ended up arriving late. I was supposed to have arrived at one o'clock, but I ended up arriving at, after three. So I didn't really have time to do much. So what I did was I headed straight to the place I wanted to go, which is um, a museum of consoles. 
uh, and what I mean by that is computer games which was amazing because they had 60s consoles in there, 70s consoles in there, 80s consoles in there, 90s consoles, 2000s, you know what I mean, they had everything, they had everything from my childhood, you know, the the, the first Nintendo with, the Mar- with Mario, you know, the Super Nintendo with Street Fighter, the Nintendo 64 with Mario World, it was amazing. Um, couldn't really stay long in there because obviously I had to go see my friend. But after spending two hours in there, uh, playing on many games that I that I loved growing up, it brought it brought back emotion. It was quite emotional because when you see stuff from your childhood, old like old TV shows, you know you go through this this thinking process in your mind it's like you're a kid again and it's like you think you know God, I wish I wish I could go back there and do this stuff again at that age when it was fresh in, when it was fresh because I can remember first playing on the Super Nintendo when it first came out and uh, I, just, I was like wow you know this is amazing and then you had the Sega Mega Drive um, they had all of them, all those games. Then you get, you know, when you've got enough money, right? We should go Cambridge, and I'll show you it, and I'll show you all everything they've got. It's amazing. It's a great place, you know. It's brilliant. You know, they've got the old Atari. <laughs> they've got every single console. You know what I mean? And if they, and if they haven't got every single, they've got the majority. You know what I mean? It's a whole collection, and you can, and it's free. Just walk in and just play on them. You know what I mean? And every every, every single one's two player. Every single one's two player. Mario Racing, Mario Kart Racing. The two flipping blocky though. You know what? It wasn't that bad. I was surprised at the graphics. Did they have the? Did they have any handheld handhelds? Like Game Gear? No, there was all consoles. Oh. There's no handhelds. But, oh, well, actually, that might not have looked hard enough, but. Because Game Gear is 80s. Yeah, that. That handheld. 90s. That was 90s. Along with the Game Boy. They were all 90s. That were that run off a of flipping brick. Game like Gear game came game. out in like 1993, but it was fucking huge. It was like, <laughs> it, like was, it was like this, like that. It was like, you know what I mean? Near, near and all the same width, so just flipping oh, steering. It was massive. It was massive. Game Gear. Then you had the Game Boy. And then I you weren't had, a fan of the Game Boy. More Game Gear. And then you had the Game Game Boy Color, you know. But I don't think they had any of them. But they might do one day when they expand a bit more, because they've got they've got a few more things opening up. When I went, uh-huh. I said, "Well, coming soon." Like, I was like, "Oh wow, I wonder what it's going to be." But the, that's been my week. Um, my friend who's in hospital, um, she's going okay. <coughs> um, she's uh, she broke down in front of me a few times because she's got a son. And he hasn't been able to see her she, because she, he's been at um, her mum's house, and uh, 
It's been a straw for her, and uh, she also missed his play that he did. So she had to. Someone sent her the video, <clears throat> and um, she couldn't be there for it, which was sad. So she broke down a few times in front of me, and um, it was hard to see her this way because she's a very strong-minded woman, and you know she's so brave because she's been through a lot. She's had this, she's had this problem since she was a child, so she's been in out of hospital all of her life, really. So she's always, <clears throat> she's always had that strength, inner strength to come back. Um, but to see her the way she was. You know, and and to to feel her her energy was, you know, it was. I, I it was hard to hold myself together, but I but I but I did. Um, I was I tried my best to support her, um, but I made her laugh quite a few a lot as well. I made her laugh because I wanted to put a smile on her face. Um, but she will get back. She'll get back. She'll be home. She's just waiting for waiting for a transplant. Um, and when she's got a transplant, you know, she's she's back on the list again. She's she's near the top again. So uh, fingers crossed they find somebody with the uh, with the right with the right blood cell with the right with with the right. Hopefully it matches hers. Um. But yeah, other than that, you know, my week, other than that, my week's been good. And it was good to see her laughing, have her smiles on her face as well. But seeing friends, keeping creative, that's been my week, really. And that's what I'm planning to make the whole week. And my whole life. Creating stories. That's my life. So my life's all set. And travelling the fucking world. Hopefully you travel the world, but don't go hiding away all the time if you do travel the world. Oh, I don't want to be there, there's too many people. <laughs> Where's it gone? You know, but yeah. My future is earning enough money to live off. <coughs> Being rich isn't really a motive for me anymore. Just earning enough to say, I don't need to work anymore. Doesn't mean I'm a rich guy. It just means my business is now feeding itself. It's now flourishing, and I can easily think, right, okay, I am self-employed now. I am, I am literally self-employed. I can live off this. So the moment when I can quit work and live off my earnings from my comics, that will be the moment when I can say I've made it. I don't have to be a millionaire, I can just say I've made it because I can quit work, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's when I've made it, because it's now my job, it's now my job. <coughs> I'm earning enough to say it's my job. So that's been my week. Seeing friends, putting a smile on friends' faces that need it. Seeing other friends, staying creative, staying positive. Doing my yoga every day, exercising every day, staying healthy, reading, watching awesome TV shows, keeping my mind fresh, feeding the brain basically. So if you don't feel feed the brain, 
Well, it's what controls you, right? Yep. So yeah, I'm also I'm also uh, planning on going uh, going to Open University or something, and uh, studying psychology. And you do know that you do know that there's other ways of learning psychology for yeah. me, not paying yeah. the well, well, that's that's I mean, okay. amount of the yeah, but you. I would love because I'm I, you know, other than my writing and being creative and and with my comics and stuff, you know, another thing that I could do is counselling, learning the ways to be a counsellor because when I was being when I was when I was when my psychologist was talking to me, I felt I found it really interesting to dive into a person's mind and to and to help them. You know what I mean? Come up with come up with things, goals. You know what I mean for them to do. And that also I've also just recently I've realised that it's something I'm really interested in. So I'm going to look more into. So that. more of a life coach angle. Yeah. In a way, yeah. More on, yeah, well, counsellor. Yeah, but that's what a life coach yeah. is. They counsel people through their life. Yeah. So something like that would be great for future for future references. Yeah. Um, you know, but along with, if I can leave this job and be a, a, um, a counsellor, along with my writing, my comics, two things earning a living from, not so bad, is it? No. So something to think about. Yep. For future reference, maybe in my forties or my late forties, who knows? Who knows? But we shall see. Anything to add? Yes. Um I'll keep this short as possible. Um we have rebranded the podcast. The previous podcast, the Darkness Podcast, is still Around, you can still view. You can still listen to it on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. But the service we was using, well, I was using to have the episodes on to obviously be able to host it, was costing me twenty four dollars a month. Yeah, seventeen pound fifty a month. I pay in UK. I've got to uh, open the front gate because they'll be home soon. Yes. They'll be a bit pissed off if they can't reverse. Right. And unfortunately, the service I was using has deleted most of the episodes. So, I'm now we're now using another service called called Audio Boom, which. Is only costing me seven pound fifty a month, but with a lot more benefits. Benefits. So our new podcast is called King Show. Um, there's two episodes on that already on there already. This will be the third. Um, we are available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, <sighs> TuneIn, and Radio Public. So I'll repeat that again. It's King Show. 
and we are available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn and Radio Public. Um, if there is one way that you can help us out, and that's by obviously by giving us a like, a review, um, on all of those platforms, especially on iTunes, if you have access to iTunes, it would help us on there. But that would be it for today's um, mental health recap. Um, we will be back again. If it has been about mental health. Yeah. <laughs> Just well, a wide range of spectrum. Wide range of. I did preface that we yeah. go on a tangent. We yeah, you can't always stick to one. No. Subject, you know. But I hope we we hope you enjoyed it nonetheless. And again, with the alcohol. Um, again, if it's a trigger, then we would advise you not to listen to that part and maybe skip that part if it's a trigger for you because obviously we don't want to have any fatalities regarding alcohol we don't want to have backlash no but anyway we've been in long enough um, have a nice day nice night and we'll see you next time when will the next video be about what conspiracies uh, well, we've got to read the last of what's left of the Titanic and uh, see if there's enough there to make a part two. Yeah, there will be. Uh, if if not, then we may have to add a part one of another conspiracy onto it. But we'll discuss. But we'll discuss that off what, air. Well, what kind of conspiracy are you? Well, I've done. To, well, I've done the Roth, the Rothschilds. That's done. And the Morgan family and the DuPont. Got some good stuff coming up then. Yeah, but we'll discuss that off air and then we'll get back to you. Um, prob- um, we won't give you a day because we don't want to like put something out there and it doesn't happen, so we'll um, let you know. Mm-hmm. So thanks for joining. Have a good day and we'll see you next time. See you soon, guys. Bye, Stay guys. safe. Stay happy.